When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We just got a text message from our publicist, like literally right before we press record. And I was like, Jeff, put your phone down. Do not read this because I want to read it to you on air for the first time. Look at how well I've trained her. (laughs) Look at this is this is um, when I used to work in radio. We would yell at each other, like violently, save it for the end. Like if there's a really interesting story. Yeah. You even posted about it on Instagram yesterday. Uh, the story that I'm about to tell you in a couple minutes about our new friend, Rob, mm-hmm. you asked me about it over text message and I'm like, I'll tell you on the podcast. Save so, it for the podcast. So, our entire marriage is pretty much on the show. So proud of you. Thank you for doing that. Okay. We got, um, a piece in all access okay. about us launching the carpool podcast. Yep. And the first sentence like made me want to cry and I thought it would make you emotional. So I wanted to read it to you. Okay. It says all access, by the way, is a trade publication for broadcast professionals used to be just radio, but now they're radio podcasting online, everything. So Callie and Jeff dollars, 1022 projects, podcast empire is expanding again with the debut of the carpool with Kelly and Liz podcast empire. Yes, ma'am. Podcast empire. Every the the English Empire just started with Great Britain. I mean, I I would I I have been feeling so insecure this week because I feel like we just released another. Anytime you release something you're passionate about or put hard work into, and then you kind of just like leave it out in the open, like you know, whether it be work or personal, you're just like, okay, why do I feel naked right now? So I've been feeling kind of like naked and super raw all week and just like, oh my gosh, like just really anxious. And, and we got a text (laughs) from Gina and I just thought it was really cool. I just sent you all a clip from all access. The piece starts out Callie and Jeller. Jeff Dollar's 1022 Projects Podcast Empire is expanding again. You know, it's good. Do you think that's cool? Yeah, it's really cool. It's awesome. You're glad I read it to you on the show? Yes. Or does that not count? It did, what do you mean does it not count? Well, because you were like, I'm so proud of you for waiting, but like, did it live up to the hype? Oh, yeah, it totally did. Oh, okay. So that, you know, that fills our ego. Luckily, Kelly and Liz from the carpool are here to keep us humble. Oh, yeah. So we're quite a bit older than they are. I mean- I'm quite, I'm quite a bit older. You're a couple years older, but they- They're just younger and hipper. They're younger, hipper, and they have younger siblings, which, so if we're in the same age bracket with them, because I think I probably am like, I'm probably like what, like a five year difference. Are they in their thirties yet? No, I don't think so. Okay. So more than a five year difference between them and I, but they call themselves, they're like, yeah, we're millennials, but we're like on the cusp, cusp of millennial. But I feel like that is gets thrown even more into the Gen Z corner because they have younger siblings that are constantly teaching them things and dressing them and doing all of these things. So they're way more hip than we are. Hip probably is not even a cool word. 
And um, I sent them a list because one of the things they released on their show was talking about, you know, uh, Gen Z words and how our millennial words that we used to use in the beginning of the 2000s are now cringeworthy. Right. And Callie lists. Do you remember some of the words that you list in there? Um, it was. Oh, it was a text message. So you have them. Yeah, but, I have them. It was like one of them was like, that's hot. Yeah. Um, Callie lists like half a dozen of them. And then they respond with, ha, 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 that's funny. Thumbs up. All this. There's a little exchange. Then I decide to weigh in with the word psych. Because when I was younger, like you would say something and you would go, um, hey, so-and-so wants to go out with, hey, Kelly wants to go out with you. And be like, really? And they'd be like, psych. And that was the thing to do. Crickets. Even my own own wife didn't respond to that. (laughs) And that's not like the, I think that's their very polite way of, cause Kelly tells it like it is, but I think that's her polite way of just not saying that we're not very cool. Yeah. She was raised right. If you have nothing nice to say, do not say anything at all. So that's what she's doing. In a text message. Cause I feel like she would say, if we were on the phone, she would say, Jeff, that's so stupid. No, we're not doing that. Um, she, she called Callie up like a week ago and said, hey, when we debut the podcast, I want to do a reel with you. And, Kelly, and Callie's like, OK, just tell me what to record. And how many days ago did you send it to him? Like four. Crickets. So crickets. our our podcast empire is growing. No, actually, it wasn't crickets. She messaged me and said, Callie, you cracked me up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I embarrassed myself. I did the, I did the reels wrong. I am not cool. And I'm sorry, Kelly and Liz, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Podcast Empire, not cool. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful that Ellie is back to her old self. She woke up yesterday with no fever after having a, a like a 102. Is that considered high? I think so. Like she had a 102 degree fever for a couple hours on Wednesday. And then Thursday morning, she woke up with no fever. I think even though her pediatrician said this isn't a thing, she has two back teeth that just came in. And I think it's related. Yeah. Because she she wasn't snotty. She wasn't coughing. She just had no appetite and she had a fever. I think it might have been her teeth. She was a little snotty. I had some books on me yesterday. Yeah. That's so, beside the point. Anyways, I'm uh, today I'm grateful that Ellie is healthy. My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for you, Jeff Dollar. I got in my car yesterday to go to work and I go to work in the middle of the night. So I, you know, whereas I feel like most people would stop in for gas on their way to work. I don't do that just by the nature of being a female alone in my car at three in the morning. So I feel like unless you are. And even at a truck stop on the highway, it's sketchy, but nothing good happens at a regular neighborhood gas station between 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. We live in good old Sandy Springs and the SSPD is on it. So if I had seen, usually they hang out in a parking lot near the freeway at that time of night, had I seen them 
in my eyesight, I would have gotten gas, yeah. but it was like already on the line that was empty. Like not, Oh, I'm getting an empty zone. Like you are out of gas. And I was like, okay, do I stop for gas at like an abandoned sketchy gas station? Or do I see if I can make it to work, which is like a good 15 minutes away and getting to work is not the same, like it's in downtown. So there's a crime rate and it, it freaks me out a little bit to drive anyways. Do I risk going to work on a more than empty tank or a less than empty tank? And I did, I drove to work. I was like coasting in <laughs> when I got there and I was like, well, that was really dumb. So I called Jeff this morning and I said, can you please meet me after work and follow me to a gas station just in case, which he did. And not only did he follow me to the gas station, he filled up my tank, which was so nice. I so I'm you, grateful for you. Thank I, you. I am about to share a story that might no, be. No, 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 no. First, we have to do our check-in. Oh, yeah. One to 10 check-in. I'm a nine. How are you? I am like a six, but only because I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. I did not sleep all this week and I am ready to take my Friday snooze. So, but you're six, but you're like one big nap away from being an eight. Maybe. Yeah. Good. Um, thank you, by the way, to Dunn, the most affordable and efficient way you can get help managing your ADHD from the comfort of your own home. They are sponsoring the one to 10 check-in for the next couple of weeks. Thank you, Dunn. Okay. This, I think, is the greatest story that I have- The story of Rob. The story of Rob. This could be the greatest story that I've ever told. I'm so excited to share this with you. Now, do you want me to preface it with my side of the story or no. you just want me to, you just want to go? Okay, yeah. go. Uh, I am in, it, it's yesterday morning and I am in the living room. Ellie and I are about to leave and go run a few errands. So, uh, so I'm just kind of going about my own business. All of a sudden, Lily, our dog who barks like a ferocious trained security beast at a DoorDash driver who's three houses away. You know what I mean? Like she is on it. She's security. She's barking. She's that's that's Lily, the tough kid. All of a sudden she freaks out and runs upstairs. I have no idea why. Sadie, uh, I notice, is kind of looking up and looking around and Ellie is fixated on something. Somehow a bird got into our house. So once the bird got in, Lily left like no, where was it? No protection whatsoever in the living room kitchen area. Oh, is it, where was it? Like, where was it going? In our Fly, flying around, trying to get out. So I had opened a couple windows, but each like three inches. So somehow it must have like hopped in and then said, oh, I don't want to be in here, but then couldn't figure out how to get out. Now, if you haven't guessed already, Rob is a Robin. Yeah. Rob is, is what Ellie and I named it. So this bird is nonstop, like is not like landing somewhere so I could, you know, throw a dish towel over it or, or something out. like that. It's losing its mind. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So so Ellie's fine. She's on the corner by all of, in the corner with all of her toys, just kind of half entertained by it, but also entertained by her little picture book that makes the animal sounds, mm -hmm. you know, um, Sadie, we're, I think Sadie's back asleep. And meanwhile, the bird's flying around the house. So I'm trying to find something broom ish that I can use to like guide it toward the door. 
you know, to try to encourage it uh, to go toward the door. And I, and I'm looking in the little closet that's your office space. And all of a sudden I hear the donk of a bird hitting a window. So I come back around. Poor Rob. Poor Rob. Bird is no longer flying, but I don't see it. For me, to me, it sounded like it hit the kitchen windows. So I'm like looking under the dining room table. I looked under that little, what is it? Like it's where we keep our, like our whiskey and stuff, Mm -hmm. a little bar table or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm looking under that. I'm looking behind the speaker that we have over there. Um, Cannot find it. And then I'm walking over to the other side of that house and I see Ellie. And she has crawled a few feet away from where she was sitting. And she is kneeling in front of the bird. And she is giving it the sweetest, most gentle pats. Seriously? And she's going, dip it, dip it, dip it, dip it, dip it, dip it. <laughs> While she's patting the bird who's alive, but dazed. Like the bird. She was seriously patting it? Patting it. Now, I'm saying pat with a P-A-T, not petting it. Because when... Ellie was much younger, like a year ago, you know, when she was just able to like investigate the dogs, we would teach her just to pat them, like not pet them, but just like. Because her first instinct is to like pull their hair. Yeah. To like tap them. And we just say pat. So she was patting the bird. It was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. It's like a pat, 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 pat. So, um, so the bird is dazed. I'm like, okay, uh, what do I do? I got a towel, put a towel on the ground, took the wicker basket, the little thing that we keep the dog toys in, Mm -hmm. and I put the wicker basket over the bird. I moved the, like pushed the bird up on a towel, put the wicker basket over the bird in case Lily decided to come downstairs and have, you know, a snack. Um, And then I took Ellie to the sink because I wanted to wash her hands with soap because I don't know, what, where do birds get the reputation of being really dirty? I don't know. I mean, they don't. Like they're always flying. Any dirt on them would fly off. But for whatever reason, I was I was like, oh God, she touched a bird. I don't know why. So I washed her hands and then set her down. Um, and then went like was trying to fix some of the chaos. My thought was that I would just slide something under the thing and then take the bird outside. Mm-hmm. You know, here's the next thing I saw. Ellie reaches into her snack cup. I witnessed this whole thing. She reaches into her snack cup where she had peanut butter crackers and she takes a peanut butter cracker over to the basket and she's trying to put it through the wicker slats to give the bird a snack. Oh my gosh. It was the most sweet thing I've ever seen in my life. And the whole time she's going, dip it, dip it, dip it, dip it, dip it. Like the whole time. It's almost like she's like, I'll take care of you. Dip it, dip it, dip it, dip it. The whole time. And she's like almost patting. Where was your phone and how did you not get this? On video. Oh, that's the, my phone was on the charger in the bedroom. Oh my gosh. And I didn't want to go upstairs because all I could picture is like Ellie lifting up the wicker thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was, no, I wouldn't have left her child alone with a wild bird. Yeah. So, and a dog. So in this whole thing, I'm telling the story. It's probably taking me longer to tell the story than the actual amount of time mm-hmm. this happened. I mean, it, it was so, so anyways, um, so she's trying to give the bird a, one of her little cup peanut butter cookies. And it was the sweetest thing. That's so cute. So I lifted the um, basket up and the bird was was still dazed. And we, Ellie and I had to leave. So I put the bird 
outside on our porch, but I put it under a table because it was kind of raining. Mm-hmm. And, and we named it Rob. And I and it sat like in my hand, like it was. Which fine. Which is like the picture that you texted me. It was fine, yeah. And um, Ellie looked at it for a few minutes and like investigated, it. and then I set it under this table on our porch. We went out, ran our errands, and then when home, he was still there. But when I took a step toward him, because I was gonna, if he was still there, I was gonna bring him inside, and I don't know, put him in a shoebox with a lettuce leaf and a bottle cap full of water. Cause that's what you do with wild creatures. Yeah. Uh, but when I stepped toward him, he flew away. So he recovered, but it was the sweetest thing. She's like, oh my gosh. Dip, 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 dip. <laughs> She's like, hello bird. So nurturing. So sweet. So that was my first thought. And then I'm like, okay. Um, she's not going to do that with a snake, right? Oh God, if she does, I'm moving out. Like she's not going to be playing in the grass and see a, see a snake and be like, oh, hello, snake. She might. We have snakes back there. I'm like, ugh. So anyways, that's the story of Rob. And it was so great. I love Ellie. She's so sweet. I realized something this week that I don't think that you know about me. And did you know that my favorite number is two? Yeah, I think so. Did you like, I, I, mean, I love I, the number two, mostly cause like my birthday is on two, two. Um, we got married on 10, two, two, 10, 22, company's name is now 10, 22. And someone brought to my attention. I think my dad that my birthday was on two, two, 22. Yep. What? So this past Wednesday was really Tuesday. <laughs> she did, boom, thanks for coming to Ellie's Comedy Club. Anyway, that's all I had. I just was like, I didn't know if you knew like how much I love that number. And I was like, oh, I feel like there's something like cosmic that I should know about the number two. Do you know what my favorite number is? Um, 47. No, and that's so random. <laughs> it's a single digit. Um, seven, eight, five, eight. I thought you only liked odd numbers. No. Or numbers that were divisible by three or something. I like um, numbers that sum three. Why? Wait, why eight? I don't know. Why two? Because it's my birthday. Oh, well, eight is my birthday minus two. Jennifer is the winner of our Dirty Cookies giveaway from Monday. Congratulations. We will be sending you those out next week. And they're delicious. If you haven't checked out Dirty Cookie yet, please do so. Um, the code upside gets you a nice little discount. It's such a good idea for Valentine's Day. They're little like shot glasses made out of cookies. Like what's not to love? It is Free Stuff Friday. We are bringing it back. And I actually have legit on the schedule prizes for like at least the next month. So before it was kind of like, you know, Whenever we felt like it, but Free Stuff Friday is back. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't however we felt like it. We we committed to it for three months, but we only planned out like two weeks worth of giveaways. So we would panic every. It would be Friday. It would be the day we were sitting down to record Friday show and be like, "Oh crap, what's the panic?" But now it's on my calendar. So it's happening. Nice. Um, Today we are giving away a package from Perky Prince. So Perky Prince is our new advertiser. Jeff Dollar, would you like to tell? The people about Perky Prince. I can tell you that they just make these really, really endearing pictures of your pets. Um, They will also do your your children. I think they'll do any form that you want, like Mm -hmm. living creature that you want. But what you really need to do is go to their website 
and and just get ready to smile because they do such a great job of capturing the personality of creatures that might not be able to show their personalities in pictures. It's the coolest thing. Cats and dogs and babies. That's what they're so good at. So uh, the name of the company is Perky Prints. If you need a smile today, find their website and look at all of their pictures. It's truly amazing. And it's a great Valentine's Day gift. Such a good Valentine's Day gift. Okay, here's what they're giving. They're giving a bundle of like bestsellers. So the winner is going to get one pocket t-shirt. Yes, you can make your child and or pet come out of a pocket of a t-shirt and it's the funniest thing ever. Um, A 12 by 12 black frame and one ceramic ornament. Again, that could be of your pet, of your baby. Maybe your pet is your baby. There you go. Um, So you can do that by texting what? Jeff Dollar. Perky to 800-434-5454. And Perky is spelled P-E-R-K-I-E. 800-434-5454. Good luck. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Where do polar bears keep their money? In the snowbank. Full transparency, I wanted to be healthier. I just didn't know where to start. I knew I needed more of the good stuff in my body, but I didn't have time to go stand in the the grocery store or the vitamin shop and and look at an endless line of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, all that stuff and figure out what I needed. At the exact right time, Athletic Greens called us and started telling me about AG1, and I realized this is it because it's a supplement. You mix it with 10 ounces of water every morning and it's so easy and simple to make part of your daily routine and it delivers to you 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and more. It's so easy. I can't stress that enough. I've been taking IG1 from Athletic Greens for a couple weeks now. Have I noticed anything? You're absolutely right. I have. I have noticed things. The weirdest thing that has come to my attention, I'm sleeping better. So I take AG1, I take Athletic Greens first thing in the morning, but I'm sleeping better at night. And I love that. If you want to experience that, do it now. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. One scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. You don't need a million different supplements and pills. Get a one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five tra- travel five free travel packs with your first purchase by going to athleticgreens.com slash upside. That's athleticgreens.com slash upside to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Snow Day's pizza bites are the pizza bites you remember eating as a kid, but minus all of the junk. They're organic, they're grain and gluten-free, and they have no preservatives, no artificial ingredients, or GMOs and they are so good. They now come in four flavors. They come in classic cheese, veggie white, sausage, and they recently came out with a buffalo chicken flavor. The buffalo chicken flavor is amazing. And I'm not even kidding you. Jeff and I almost ate an entire bag last week. We scarfed these things down, which is easy to do, but zero guilt here because they have clean ingredients and even some hidden veggies in there. We keep every flavor in our freezer and when we're ready to eat, we pop them in our 
air fryer for five minutes. You can also do it in the oven or the toaster oven. And we throw them on a plate. Super easy, so delicious. You can try one flavor or you can snag a variety pack, which is what I recommend. And right now they're offering Upside listeners $15 off when you place your first order with the code UPSIDE at snowdays.com slash upside. So use the link and use the code. Again, that's $15 off your first order with the code UPSIDE at snowdays.com slash upside. I posted my chicken and dumplings recipe, and it's a big hit. The secret ingredient, bacon. It's crockpot chicken and dumplings. Um, chop some vegetables, put the chicken in there, So some cream of chicken soup. Anyways, you can go to um, callieandjeff.com and get the recipe. Here's what's great about it, though. You can cook it from frozen chicken breasts. That's what I did last weekend. I had some frozen chicken breasts in my fridge from ButcherBox, and I made chicken and dumplings using that. ButcherBox delivers delicious meat right to your door. You can go online and pick one of their curated boxes, or you can customize one of your own. It's so convenient. You can take shopping for meat right off your grocery list, and you don't have to worry about what you need being available the day you go to the grocery store because it comes right to your doorstep. I got a chance for you right now to have ground beef crossed off your shopping lists list forever because ButcherBox is giving new members free ground beef for life. Go to butcherbox.com slash upside, get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership, butcherbox.com slash upside. Three random things brought to you by our friends at Snow Days. Snowdays.com slash upside for a great deal on the pizza bites that you remember eating as a kid, but without all of the junk. If you are a Swifty, if you are a big Taylor Swift fan, get yourself enrolled at NYU. There is a course running at NYU on Taylor Swift. That's awesome. It's going to cover things like her evolution as a creative music entrepreneur, the legacy of pop and country songwriters, discourses of youth and girlhood, and the politics of race in contemporary popular music. You know what the problem with classes like that are? I feel like, at least when I was in college, really cool classes, like the cooler the name and the cooler the topic, the harder the classes. Like you sign up being like, oh, it's going to be easy. Oh, right. And then they like throw some serious like sociology in there or what's the thing philosophy where there's like no right answer that was like I hated that class um but yeah hard there is a town in Sweden who takes a look at their budget and they're like we could save money in this department we're spending over two million dollars a year simply cleaning the streets and of cigarette butts Mm -hmm. like people discarding cigarette butts and this is um, in Sweden, so maybe people smoke a, a lot there. I don't know. But anyways, uh, two million bucks. That's how much they're spending. A guy comes up with a plan to cut, you know, trim that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're spending one. What did he do, you ask? They trained crows to pick up cigarette butts and to drop them into garbage cans. So if you go to. That doesn't feel safe for the crows. They're crows. So. They're not like taking the cigarette butts back to a bar and lighting them and drinking whiskey. Like they're just carrying them to a garbage can. They're crows. They eat dead squirrels on the road. Oh, I I don't know. It just seems like tobacco is dangerous. I don't know. Crows. Um, And my third random thing. This was fascinating to me. Uh, Food and Wine magazine did a, a study on people's pizza eating habits. And they talked about like. 
topping, like anchovies is the least favorite topping. And all this. Yeah. So um, uh, only 8% of people cut their pizza with a fork and knife, stuff like that. But here's what, here's what blew my mind. 94% of the people that they surveyed ate pizza within the past 30 days. That is an amazingly high number. That is really amazing. 94 out of 100 people. Like that what that food is so iconic in the United States of America that 94 out of 100 people ate pizza within the past 30 days. I I think that's pretty awesome. I would be interested to know if there's any food that ranks higher than that. Mm, and I don't think there is. And it brings me to a question for you. Do you think that there is a food that you have eaten ever since you're an adult or since, you know, you remember eating food or whatever, that you have eaten every single month of your entire life at one point or another? Because I bet mine's pizza. Mine's probably pizza. Uh, strawberries for me. Yeah, you do eat a I lot of eat strawberries. a lot of strawberries. Um, so, yeah. for For me, 100%. Pizza. I was thinking of some other ones that would be on my list. Like, I like a hamburger, but I, I don't know. I, I think, I think it's possible that I would go like a month without eating a hamburger, right? Yeah, especially in the winter. Yeah, French fries. Um, I think it's possible. Like French fries. Until we got our air fryer, French fries were mainly something that I would eat when we, like, you would get when you would go out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So French fries, I had to take off the list. Ice cream. I eat a lot. I like ice cream. I eat a lot of ice cream. I can't say that I've eaten it every month of my entire life. Pizza. Pizza, that's mine. Those are my three random things. I have a beautiful human alert out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is right near where I used to live in Nashville. There was a group at, at a dinner table. There were three moms, 21 children. The moms were actually foster moms and they were taking their kids out to dinner. And oh my God. I thought you were going to say that it was like a classroom on a field trip, like, nope. on the, like on the way home from the museum and they all hit up McDonald's or something. Three foster 21 parents. 21 people is a classroom. 21 people is two classrooms. That's nuts. It's crazy. And I have, I feel like. You have to be a special kind of angel on earth to be a foster parent. Like, I think that is such a calling and people who foster children are just make my heart explode. Because um, you have to have the love to give them to, to help them through. Cause if you're in the foster care system, something terrible has happened. Right. So you have to have the love to give them and to make up for the other stuff. And the patience and yeah. the, like, it's amazing. But then. At some point, they go away. And I, so you yeah. have to have so much love that you can overcome the grief that you know is going to happen when this person leaves you. That's life. what I'm saying. Literal angels. Yeah. Like angels, like hospice nurses. So angels. what does that work out? There's three of them. So on average, each mom had adopted or not adopted, had, was fostering mm -hmm. seven children. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and they actually have 25 children between all of them, but only 21 were at this particular meal. And a woman next to them overheard um, that they were all foster kids and that they were a foster family out to dinner. And she picked up their tab. 
they didn't know. And then the woman wanted to remain anonymous. Nobody knows who she is, but I thought that was really cool because you're not, you know, committing yourself to like, that's not like a cup of coffee. I mean, right. 24 meals because you just want to say, Hey, thanks for doing what you're doing. And I think you're awesome is incredible. And I find that so inspiring. So whoever you are, anonymous stranger in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, you are this week's upside, beautiful human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. It has been in the news a lot lately that the President of the United States has adopted a cat. And And now, okay, am am I remembering the history of the pets in the current administration, they had two rescue dogs. One of them was a German Shepherd. One of them was a German Shepherd mix. But one of those two dogs was randomly biting people. So that dog had to go back home, home wherever, where's Biden from? Delaware. Delaware. Mm-hmm. Had to go back to Delaware to get tra- trained or something. And then came back to the White House or is just living now in That's Delaware? Living in Delaware. Just has decided mm-hmm. that the stress of Washington, D.C. is too much for it. Too I'm, much stress. I'm going to say in Delaware. So, but then they had another dog pass away. They right? had another dog pass away. Yep. And now they're bringing, now they've got a, a stro- one living stress dog and now a cat. They have one living stress dog, another adopted German Shepherd puppy. Okay. And now a cat. Got it. Okay. Um, Which just led me down a rabbit hole of presidential pets. Back years ago, the New York Times did a quiz on presidential pets. And Jeff Dollar, I thought that you needed to take this quiz because twofold, one, you like animals, two, you love history. Okay. So. Can I go into this thing that I only remember one presidential pet? Okay, who was it? Socks the cat and he or she lived in the Clinton White House. Yes, that is true. All All right. right. One for one. Let's end the game now. Do you want me to give you an easy one or a hard one? Easy one, please. Easy one, Sonny and Bo. If you would like a hint, I will. Oh, I remember Sonny and Bo. They um, were the Obama's dogs. Obama's dogs chosen by the president because they were hypoallergenic and one of his daughters had allergies. Now, I did pull... I remember being hints for all of these. I remember being annoyed because they were not rescue dogs. Yeah. And I think the president needs to set an example, but the allergy, I get the allergy thing, but I was like, hmm. Yeah. Um, Because we're a big rescue dog family. Yes, we are. If we were, if we lived in the White House, we would rescue all the pets. We'd have like a White House zoo, like on a lawn that I'm sure that they have, and we would just have like a ton of pets. And if we lived in the White House, we could have somebody come in and professionally like brush the dogs every day. So there would be no fur, there'd be no allergies to be had. There would be no allergies. Okay. Um, Jeff Dollar, you have a list of presidents in front of you. Yeah. Who belonged to King Tut, the German shepherd? Well, who did he belong to? Um, He patrolled the White House grounds and actually he died um, because it is rumored that King's Tut's owner was widely blamed for putting policies in place that started the Great Depression and it stressed the dog out. Great Depression. Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover. That is correct. Herbie Hoovy, as friends called him. 
Millie, the Springer Spaniel. That is the younger bush. Was that just W? That was HW. HW is the older bush. The older bush. Ah, the first it. lady wrote a best-selling book called Millie's Book. Um, and she said that uh, it was dictated to her by her dog. Got it. Right, give, me, give me one more. Can I do two more? Yeah, go ahead. Because there's one that's really good. Well, oh, there's so many good ones. Okay. Mm, him and her. If, if they're all that great, why don't you just save it for okay, Monday? Okay, I'll save we'll, it for Monday. Okay. Um, him and her. That's their names. The Beagles. Oh, Beagles. I should know that. Hint. The president picked one up, but picked him up. Lyndon Johnson. Yep. I've seen that picture. <laughs> it's really... Up. Jarring. Yeah. Okay, you want to end it here? Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll end finish it on Monday. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Ariana from North Carolina, and I just had to stop the podcast because Jeff was so excited about the medieval times. And I'm like, you, Callie, I went because my friend uh, bought us a ticket to go to medieval times. I'm going to tell you this I was not impressed by eating food with my fingers, and on top of that, watching the animals. Uh, I eat horses, do their business while I was eating. Nope. Save it. Anybody else can do it for another day. Don't include me. Callie, don't go. Don't do it. Love you guys. Bye. Perky Prince transforms ordinary photos from your phone into one-of-a-kind black and white portraits, bringing you the look of a studio-quality portrait without the hassle or the cost of professional photography. They specialize in pet portraits, but they also work with portraits of babies, kids, couples, and families. They have a ton of products you can choose to put your portrait on, and they're really modern and gorgeous products. They are not cheesy at all. The prints we have of Lily and Sadie look like professional artwork. It's the coolest thing. If you have multiple pets, they can put multiple portraits on one item. And it's super cute, but it's also <laughs> really funny. And no matter where you live, you're going to experience the one-on-one attention of a local small business at every single step of the process. So when you place an order, a real designer will walk you through the process at every step to make sure you're completely in love with your final portrait before they print anything. Another cool thing about Perky Prints is that they donate a portion of every single order to a no-kill shelter. I love that. You are going to love Perky Prints. And if you're looking for a Valentine's Day gift idea, this is an awesome idea for any grandparent or any pet lover in your life. Right now, they're offering you 10% off with the code UPSIDE at checkout when you go to perkyprints.com. That's P-E-R-K-I-E. P-R-I-N-T-S dot com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout to get your 10% off. Okay, I feel like I have to defend my favorite place on Earth. Some people have Disney World. I have Medieval Times. Literally an obsession. I went like a year without going and my family thought something was wrong. It was bad. Um, They don't call you out. You're not individually called out for anything. Um, you sit in sections by color, and you cheer for the night of your color. So, like, green night, red night, blue and yellow night, whatever. The only people that they, quote-unquote, would call out ever is when they're looking for a little girl. And trust me, at 37, I'm devastated that it's never going to be me ever to be princess of the realm and she gets a sash and a, and a uh, carnation in her picture with the winner. And that's it. No calling out. It's not like 
Dolly Parton Stampede, where they call people down to participate, or a murder mystery interactive. It's not like that. You're interactive on your cheering and, like, who you want to win. I think you should go. Ellie would love it. Love it. And there's horses, and it's gorgeous. And, oh, I got to go back now. Thanks. Bye. Hey, so this is Stephanie in Atlanta. I had a theory about this chucking the shoe at you, but um, just uh, maybe this woman was behind you in line, saw the shoe drop, had started to check out, and had to get back to her line. So nothing to do with you. I probably wouldn't have chucked it without, like, some sort of communication, but... I just uh, had that thought. Uh, never done it myself, but I had that thought. All right. Bye. Callie, I am with you 150,000% about medieval times. I grew up in Atlanta. I've never been, and I never will go. So you're right, 100%. Even past the potential they could call on you, it's just Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Allison from Atlanta. Just to give you some words of comfort, I have two children, four and two, and they both have heads that are also, I mean, they're not even 93rd percentile. They're off the charts. It's 99 plus. And they don't look like they have a big head. They're just proportionate. They're both also tall. So it's fine. They just have really big brains, just like Ellie James. So we'll have the three smartest, some of the three smartest kids out there. Great. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Heather from Gainesville, Georgia. And I don't know if we're still the chicken capital of the world, but we do have a chicken statue. And we have, um, I don't know if it's there all year, but at Christmas there is a huge chicken thing on top of one of the buildings on the square that's lit up like a Christmas tree and there's a big ceremony to light it up every year. So we're all about the chickens because we have a lot of chicken uh, process and plants around here. So love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Stephanie calling from Gainesville. And I had to pause today's show to call in and say that, yes, um, Gainesville is the chicken capital of the world, or at least that's what we consider ourselves still. Um, and I work in logistics slash supply chain, and you would be surprised how much poultry is moved from Gainesville and delivered all across the country. Um, it's really crazy, actually. I didn't know that until I started working in logistics, and you would just be surprised. And yes, the um, eating chicken with a fork thing is still a thing that we talk about around in these parts. So just had a call and share that little info. Love the show. Have a great day. Bye.